The car slowly navigated up the long, twisting stone driveway. One had to be careful not to drive too fast because of the thick, tall trees that towered over this narrow passageway. A strong wind blew the giants from side to side, creating strange and ominous shadows on the ground. It was a clear night, with the exception of an occasional harmless cloud dashing by a brilliant full moon. Finally, the car stopped, a few hundred feet from an old three-story Victorian house. The two young people sat there at first, just staring. Then, looking at each other, they broke into sly, mischievous smiles. The moon washed over the old house, giving it an eerie presence that rivaled any Hollywood movie set. But that didn't bother Tom or Louise. After all, that's why they were there. Tom stepped out of the car first. He was six feet three inches, 210 pounds, with jet black hair. From what everyone said, especially the girls, he was drop-dead gorgeous. The passenger side car door opened, and Louise got out, holding a large blanket. Looking up into the wind, she brushed her long blonde hair out of her eyes. She was all that Tom was, but in a 17-year-old girl kind of way. Beautiful, of face and body. She had it all, and had no trouble showing it off. Every boy in Blackstone High, Virginia, was after her, and would gladly trade places with Tom any day, any time. Aside from their good looks, they had something else in common. They were totally and outrageously out of control. Tom and Louise did anything they wanted, whenever they wanted. They got caught having sex in one of the backstair hallways at school in their junior year, giving no excuse or apology for their actions, and even had the audacity to ask the principal what the big deal was. That was just the tip of the iceberg compared to some of their more famous exploits. Now it was their senior year, and they had every intention of making it memorable. The Oslo house was, by everybody's account, absolutely positively haunted. There was no doubt about it. Year after year, kids would pull up to the house and then drive away, too scared to go in. Many said they did, but no one ever had the guts to really do it. There was one case where a kid ran onto the porch and then took off in a panic when he saw a tall, dark figure coming toward him. The Oslo house had been empty for a little over 30 years. The Oslos, a couple in their late 40s, were mysteriously murdered in this house 31 years ago this very day. Tom and Louise knew that, and had been planning this escapade for some time. Louise walked over to Tom, grabbed him by his belt, pulled him tight against her waist, and reaching up, gave him a passionate kiss, saying, Let's do this thing, babe. Tom looked down at her, grinning. All the way, Lou, all the way. The two walked slowly toward the house. The swing on its big wraparound porch swayed with the night wind, creating a foreboding squeak that only served to turn them on all the more. As they stepped onto the porch, they smiled at each other one more time, then opened the door. The door was solid wood and heavy, but no challenge for Tom's physique. He pushed the door open, and they walked inside. The front room was dark, except for the moonlight streaming through the broken glass of the windows. It was difficult to see much of anything, except shadows of old furniture and pictures that still hung over the fireplace, just as the Oslos had left it thirty years ago. Louise laid the blanket on the floor and began to take her shirt off. Tom followed. It was clear that they planned on going for it in the old house, defying every story they had been told. Arrogance was their forte. The two fell to the floor and embraced feverishly and passionately. Suddenly, Tom thought he heard the sound of footsteps coming down the stairs from the second floor and turned his head to see what it was. Looking puzzled, Louise said, Come on, babe, what's wrong? Then she heard it too. They both jumped to their feet. 
Tom looked up and saw a tall, dark figure coming down the steps. Louise stepped back and let out a blood-curdling scream. Tom looked for something to use as a weapon, and grabbing the fireplace poker, he stepped in front of Louise as they both began to move slowly backwards toward the door. The figure stopped at the lower landing and spoke. Well, look who we have here. I know you two very well. It said in a voice so low and imposing that it shook Tom and Louise to the very core. You don't know us, Louise shouted nervously, her voice beginning to shake. Not knowing where the voice even came from, she held on tighter to Tom. Oh, but I do. Tom Stockshire and Louise Crowder. I've been watching you for some time. You're in my house now.